Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. Yes, thank you, thank you. Clap for me, people. I'm just fucking kidding. As you can tell, my new mixer is here and it's working fucking great and I could not be happier. Try picked out an awesome new one and I'm so thrilled because the other one was trash, garbage, just bleh. So I'm super pumped. How the fuck's everybody doing? Are we having a good time? Has everything been great? Have you had a wonderful day, weekend, month? I really hope so. It's been um, pretty good here. I really don't have a lot of complaints this time. Um, normally something's been going crazy, but honestly, it's it's been a really good week. Um, other than the fact that it's hotter than Satan's asshole right now, uh, here in the Midwest, it's a fucking drought. It's hot as fuck. And a storm went through, but it didn't... Uh, what's the word? It didn't uh, get big or even like do a fucking thing until it got right past us. It got a little gloomy and the wind picked up and then the sun came out and the wind went fucking stupid. But everybody around us got rain and storms and hail and I believe like maybe possible tornado, which I'm I'm not saying I wanted a tornado or hail, but, you know, just some rain and th- I'll take thunderstorms. But we are in a fucking drought. So it rained a little tiny bit uh, early this morning. We slept in a little bit. We got up at 8.30, and you could see that the ground was a little damp, and the the sidewalks and cement were just like a little bit sprinkled, like they had gotten some rain, but were drying up. By the time we went out to smoke a cigarette the second time, which was only like 30 minutes later, everything was bone dry again. So it was not enough rain to do a fucking thing that needed to be done, and yeah. So, it's fucking hot and dry, and everything's dying, and it's sad. But hey, go summer, right? Is it spooky season yet? Because I'm ready for fall. I've had enough heat. I don't love it. But, I digress. No, it's actually, um, I'm, I'm just over all the fucking hotness so far, because I'm hot, and then I have hot flashes on top already being hot, and I just had to pause and start over, because my um, cloth that goes over like the hangs from the front of my altar was touching me and I had to stop the whole production to have Travis come and pin it up so quit touching me because I, I didn't want it touching me. I'm on sensory overload at the moment and I just needed one less thing in my fucking mind fucking with me, you know? So, it's been a great time. Um, like I said, I had a pretty good week. Everything went well and smooth and no real issues. Um, just normal stuff like, you know, everyday crap that I deal with. But I did get two new tattoos today. Technically, I guess you consider it like one since it was one session. But um, I got each kid's name on the side, like on my, right by my elbows on my arm. So I got Brady on one side and Mason on the other. And I fucking love them. Trap did a killer job. Oh, fuck. I want my chapstick, as always. And it's this really cool 70s looking font that we found in... And printout was so fucking awesome. It, it, they're, they're dope. I love them. So, yeah. So, uh, today's episode is going to be um, a little bit long. Well, I think all my episodes are a little long. But I have nine pages worth of notes um, for myself to remember to, to add in. So, I think we should just dive right into it. So, we are talking about powers and abilities. We did touch on this um Barely a little bit at the end of the episode a couple weeks ago, Witchy Living. And it's something I feel like we really need to dive into more. And this could be something that could be a 
extended episode at a later time where we talk more in depth about it, where we maybe um, make some assignments here at the end of the episode and then check in with each other in like a month or so to see where we're at. I don't know. We'll just have to see how things go. But yeah, so we all possess unique a unique set of powers a different combination of abilities that are just basically encoded into our DNA we all have access to this which ones how strong they are and which ones we're able to control are things that are different and that's where we have to put a little work in but we also have to remember to have patience and really understanding of everything so they're not something that we just acquire, honestly. Um, we have them, and they're within us, and it's basically up to us to just embrace them, understand them, and learn as much as we can about them. And I say acquire, meaning like, it's not like, okay, if you work, <laughs> it's not something that you just go to the store and get, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. You can't just like take a pill and it's gonna fucking happen. These are things that are already encoded in our DNA, but we have to work to understand them, figure them out, and learn how to use them and embrace them. And some people discover their abilities very early. Some people, not until they're teens or young adults. Some much later in life. And some never fully understand. Uh, Honestly, some of us sadly just believe we're fucking crazy that we've gone mad until we understand what's happening. And I am one of those people who, you guys have heard me tell the stories many times, I thought I was fucking nuts. I could feel people's feelings and their pain and their physical fucking ailments and pain and feel everything as if it was happening to my own fucking body, mind, and soul. And I had no idea why, I thought it was fucking crazy. I've had things come up in my head where I know things and I don't know how I know them or a whole, you know, just all kinds of shit. You guys heard me talk about all my different issues and different abilities in different ways over the years, but I thought I was fucking crazy for so long because I didn't know what was happening. I had no fucking clue what was happening. Now I do, it makes the game way different. So, it's just a matter of knowing what the fuck's happening and understanding that you're not mad. You are just special in a wonderful fucking way. Now, there are different levels as well. Um, Some abilities will be much stronger than others and some weaker, but that's okay. You have to have patience. Um, I want to be very clear that this is a thing. The timing is not up to us necessarily of how everything comes to. Even if we started to try to understand and learn at an incredibly young age, it doesn't mean that it's going to show itself full force at a very young age if we if our body, our mind, our soul is not ready for it to. This is something that we have to have patience with and we have to really work at it and practice with it to understand it, to embrace it. Now, there are some abilities that are just going to come out head fucking strong as soon as you come out of the twat, but it doesn't mean you're going to understand everything. Also, there are some that aren't going to show themselves like I said so much later in life. It just is a matter of when your body, mind, and soul wants to fucking show it and you taking the time to figure it out, understand it, embrace it, learn about it, all the wonderful things. So, 
the speed at which we do all these and the easiness of it really just depends on us uniquely individually. So please remember to be patient and be cautious of how you treat yourself because I don't want anybody to get so frustrated that they are mean to themselves or decide to say fucking out harm anything and get all upset. I, I don't want that. Okay. So that this episode is not for any of that to happen. It's for you to understand what is going on, what powers and abilities are, what you possess, how to figure out what you possess, how to sharpen, hone them, all those things. Okay. So before we work on access, accessing them, we need to know a little more about them, what they are and the differences and how they all work. And so this is not a complete list by far, but this is a list of the most common types and the ones that will present themselves the most in our lives. So I do want to um, go ahead and throw this out there. So people will say, oh, you have six cents or, you know, um, you have ESP. Yes, all of these things fall under that same umbrella because it's an extra sensory perception that's all that it is is basically your your extra sense because we have five senses and our body uses all of those for everything but we are special and unique and we have our sixth sense which is our soul our mind our our essence if you will and we are accessing that to be able to use and embrace our powers and abilities So let's start with the refresher from uh, the Witchy Living episode. With empath, um, you guys have heard me talk endlessly about being an empath. And I know many of you are because most, almost all witches are empaths. And this is probably the most common type of um, sixth sense that we can possibly have. Again, you sense energy and emotions of others while often absorbing and feeling those same feelings and energies and emotions and physical fucking things that go along with all of that. And I am talking about real empaths, not TikTok empaths, because I want to be very clear. I'm not calling anyone a liar. I am saying that not everything on TikTok is 100% what it seems to be. So please use caution. And be careful who you put all of your trust in on these social media sites because some people are just doing things for the reviews and to get famous. So just be cautious, okay? They all also under... uh, Fuck, I can't speak. All of these things tie to our intuition. I guess I should have started with that. Our intuition is knowing things without being told, and that is... Basically, what everything that we are talking about today connects to, your intuition is your sixth sense. It is your guiding light. It is your radar system. It is your red flag indicator. It is your lead me to the fucking way instrument. And we all have it. Everyone, every single person, which or not, has intuition. We happen to have a little bit better intuition a lot better intuition than the average person and that is what we will be talking a lot about which with each one of these different types of abilities it's all based on your intuition so as a reminder 
Ugh, I cannot speak today, guys. Precognition is knowing things or events before they happen. This can come in many forms. Um, all of these honestly really tie together. So I am very... That's what I want to say here. I am very hesitant to call any ability a specific one because they honestly tie together in so many ways. And you'll understand as I keep going here. Psychometry is... Um, Reading details of an object, sensing its energy of a person who owned the object, basically seeing things that are hidden. Uh, mediums, they receive messages from the spirit world. They can channel spirits. Honestly, you guys all know what a medium is. I, I shouldn't. We're there. <laughs> all right, so now we're going to talk about the clairs. Last week, or the episode before we only mentioned clairvoyance but we really need to break down the four different types of clairs and understand what they are because they all are basically the same in a lot of ways like all of this but they have different names for their different specific abilities on there so um they are (coughs) excuse me Whew, they're, <coughs> damn it. And they're all, like I said, very, they're very much the same and very um, connected. So clairvoyance is the ability to see the unknown or see hidden things. Um, that kind of goes along with uh, psychometry in a way because you're seeing the hidden side of an object or something like that. But this is also something of seeing images instead of hearing voices so you may have a clairvoyant person may have an image pop up in their head of something instead of hearing a voice saying something so how do i want to give an example um i should have wrote my examples down so they'd be easier i'm thinking i'm on the fly so say that you're talking to somebody and they um are talking about uh, a trip they went on or whatever and they're getting ready to tell you a story about what happened and you instantly in your head you get the mental image of what they're talking about without them telling you like you see um, maybe a boat and then they're going to say yeah I went on a boat trip or something that would be an example of it popping in your head as an image clear audience is someone who hears voices and not like mental health voices it's they're very similar to a medium in a way Uh, the voice is almost always the same calm even tone The messages will um, come in different, excuse me, in different um, styles, though. They can come in, like, short phrases, like, uh, the timing is off, or uh, not yet, or he's the one. Some type of message that kind of gives you a heads up as to what's happening. While normally straightforward, they can also be poetic and have have you work for them or the meaning and basically give you um, almost a metaphoric type of answer. When when, uh, when around others, you may often hear like bits of their subconscious. Uh, like it's like it's leaking through to you, things that they're holding back or things they're thinking in their head. Um, somebody might be telling you a story, you know, oh, my husband and I went to blah, blah, blah. But in their head, you know, they're not saying in their his, or I'm sorry, in your head, 
you're hearing the name like Frank, even though they didn't say his name and you may not know the name. I hope that makes sense. I know it was a little jumbled there. Let's let's give a different example. So, sorry. <laughs> so you may be having a conversation with somebody and she says, oh, my dog went to the dog park last week. And when she says my dog, the word Sparky may be something you hear in your head. She didn't say the dog's name, but it's in her mind subconsciously, and you have picked up on that. So sometimes when even being around people in general that are talking or or not even talking, just thinking, if you're around a lot of people who are high energy, you may just pick up what they're thinking. So you may hear random words or numbers or phrases or things and not have a fucking clue what's going on. This is also very similar if you hear your name called a lot and you don't see anybody around that's calling your name. It could just be because they're thinking about you as well. And we can go into a deep, deep depth of all things to do with clear audience, but there's a lot to unpack as far as how it correlates with the other clairs and how they kind of go together in a way. And... At the end of me talking about all the different types, you'll understand what I'm talking about. I promise. I'm not literally selling. I'm just rambling on, but I promise it all has a fucking point at the end. So, um, I hear random words like all the time, and it's it's just it's a lot, especially when you are in a place with a lot of people. Sometimes it can be too much. So that's why I don't mean to be. That's like really loud. Um. When I'm at work, I usually try to wear a headphone in one ear, so it kind of keeps my mind going and busy all the time. And I'm not even necessarily paying attention to the uh, the music that's playing, or sometimes I just have like a random podcast that I've listened to a million times. I'll have it on play in there. That way, I have something that is my brain, my subconscious can concentrate on while I'm doing my job, and I'm not having my brain wander around and my thoughts just opening up to the whole world to send their fucking messages to me because it can get to be way way overstimulating and just overwhelming so if you experience this if you are clear audience and you have a lot of issues with hearing people's thoughts or having these words pop up that you don't understand or having lots of random things just pop up and then you're having an internal dialogue trying to figure out what the fuck it was happening, you know, what the fuck happened, where that came from. Find ways to kind of cancel out that that noise as far as you having to be around the public a lot or around the large group of people. I know sometimes it's not always easy. Um, some places won't let you wear earphones at work, and it's completely understandable. So before I was able to wear my earphones, I would constantly do things in my head while I'm doing other work like word association or um, I know it sounds fucking stupid I do math <laughs> math in my head I love math okay I don't know what it is I think it's because it's the one thing I'm really fucking good at academically um, it's the one thing that I understand it's universal it's you know math is the same in every country numbers are numbers and I like that however I am also dyslexic, so I fuck those numbers up a lot. And it pisses me off because, as I think I told you guys before in an episode, 
My teachers were really understanding once they realized I was dyslexic and they would give me credit because I got the right answer, I just did the wrong problem. I would flip the numbers and come up with the correct answer for whatever it was, 36, but I did the work at 63. So and they would you know, check the work, make sure it was the right number for those actual problems that I created, and I was still good at credit because I did get the right answer, just the wrong problem. So, um, But I would do little things in my head or um, try to plan out my week or try to um, keep my mind busy in a way that's not something that was going to take away from what I was doing, but it was something that my mind can kept, like, be stuck on, on um, not necessarily on repeat, but like a task list to constantly go through. That way I'm not you know, so open to just receiving everybody else's shit that's just floating around out there. And it can be really, like I said, super overwhelming and just hard to deal with. And it can put you in a depressive state and it can really affect your mental health. If you aren't aware of what's happening, you think you're just hearing voices, you think that your mind just wanders, because sometimes it'll sound like your own mind or your own thoughts because your voice has kind of murmured itself into a different version, but it's almost like doing an accent in your head that you suck at, you still sound like you're the same, but you're trying and that that voice will come in and it makes you just crazy because you don't know what the fuck's happening and it's not fun. I'm gonna be honest with you, this is one of my abilities that I'm still working on because I have not quite mastered how to control it, how to really um, properly function in all the ways. And right now I just find ways to basically mask it until I can really hone it in. So this is one I'm definitely still working on. Now I'm going to mispronounce this and I'm really fucking sorry, but I mispronounce it every time I fucking say it. I've tried like 85 times and it came out right like six times. Clear assistance. That is very similar to an empath, but Clairsistant has a bonus, and they have access to knowing all the, or, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I really thought I just saw like a fucking light in here floating, and so I was like, whoa, I had to pause it for a second, because I was like, what the fuck's happening, but it was literally a reflection from the sun catra that's in the sky's catio, so... So, back to, they have a bonus feature that they have access to knowledge that no one has told them. And not only do they feel like the feels and the emotions and the pain and everything the same way that empaths do. And most times for no reason, empaths feel it and we don't really know what's going on until someone tells us and then we're like, oh yeah, but we can still sense it. A clear sense has access to that knowledge because they know the surrounding information, the supporting details of what has caused all of this without anyone telling them. So someone might come up and an empath might notice they're sad, feel that sadness, and then say, you know, hey, are you all right? And, you know, say, yeah, and they're just, you know, going about their day. And you carry that sadness with you, not knowing why. It's not your sadness. You have no idea. Where Claire's assistant come up hey, oh are you all right and in their head they're thinking I, I i know your dog just died and i'm really sorry you know I, i'm really sorry i feel really bad for you for your dog dying we're not saying that they're not saying it to the person but they feel that and they know those details 
they know what happened without them telling them. It's just a bonus feature that separates them from being, from just, you know, normal empathy, empathy, whatever. This one, I feel, is one that comes and goes in different ways. Uh, It's something I can't control, and I have no intentions of um, really uh, wanting to control, because I don't want that information. My problem is that I, once it's, so being an empath, I, I have a problem with, carrying that luggage or that baggage, that luggage, that baggage with me. I keep carrying their problems, their feelings, their pain, their emotions, all of that with me, even after they're long gone, even when I don't know the situation, okay? So knowing the situation makes it a hundred times worse because I'm going to keep thinking about that. It sticks with you. And, and this is another thing. So a lot of, a lot of times, ooh, empaths don't really understand that they are more close ah, Clear sentence. Clear sentence. I'm just going to fucking butcher it. Because we have just been told about empaths so much that we don't understand the difference. And I think more and more people are clear sentence than they think. Because it's the most common of all the clairs. But sometimes we don't know the full story. Sometimes we'll just know like one little bit of it without knowing. And I would rather it stay that way. Because I don't want to know everything. So that's the only reason I'm really not actively trying to open this up more and try to really hone in more on it because I don't want to have that information and carry it with me. I have a hard enough time carrying information and feelings that I don't know why the fuck I have them. I don't want to know that info unless I have the power to help that person or to heal them or to make them better. That is the only time I want to automatically know that information. I know that sounds bad. I know it sounds like a dick thing to say, but I just deal with my own emotions so much, and my empathy is so fucking strong. It's taken me years and years and years to understand it and to control what I can control, which is still not full control. I don't like having the ability ability to know more than has been told to me when it comes to pain and fear and anxiety and stress and all of that. I have enough of it. I don't want more of it. So this is one I don't think I'm going to actively work on trying to sharpen. Maybe that makes me a dick. I don't know. I just, I can't. And it sucks because like I, people come up to me and I already have enough, you know, I try to put my, my best friend hat on to anyone who's coming up to me for advice or help or anybody who's sad or anybody who just needs it all into ear. I will do my best to help you in any way, shape, or form I can. But when you tell me a story and you're all upset and especially when people will tell me, oh, you know, I just, I'm just not feeling great today, but I know because I'll feel like I just get it. I see it. I feel it. I know instantly, oh no, they, they got cheated on, they got broke up with, whatever the case may be, it pops in my head. And sometimes I accidentally slip up and say it out loud. And then they think somebody told me it, or they'll be like, oh, who do you know? Who are you fucking talking to? So I don't want to sharpen that, because I don't want to accidentally say something out loud. I don't want to cause any more hurt, pain, or anguish for them or myself. 
So, I'm going to ask you guys, if any of you are clairsentient and you have tricks for not carrying that baggage or not letting the, you know, the cat out of the bag or slipping up that you know things, please, please share those tips with me because this is one thing I'm turning to you guys for. I suck at it. I don't have a poker face when it comes to this and I, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So, um, yeah. So if you, if you have any tips or tricks, I'd really greatly appreciate that. A lot. Claircognizant. So we talked about this one, um, last week as well. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I thought we did. Your brain basically gets an immediate download from our intuition right away. It's just, it's from within us. It just basically sends a giant fucking deep positive information right at you. It's the strongest form of intuition. Um, and if you have this, but it's not, it's not developed yet, uh, you might be very good at reading people right away. That might be a good sign that, that you are clear cognizant, but haven't really understood it yet. If you meet someone and you're able to just read them instantly and basically tell what kind of person they are in their life right away, this may be one of the abilities for you to um, really look at understanding and maybe dive into a little more. I don't have this one very much. I am very, very good at reading people, but I don't feel like I get a full download of everything, but I feel like I, I, I don't feel like I know I'm very good at reading people. Um, only very few times have I ever felt like, fuck man, I got that completely wrong. And it was from people who you can tell are very good at sending out vibes to kind of throw people like us off. Um, there are a few people in life I've come across who are very well at masking and basically throwing an invisibility cloak over themselves that shuts our fucking shit down. There are people that really shocked me to my core to find out they were that complete fucking opposite of who I thought they were because that does not happen often at all. But to be honest, part of me knew and I ignored it. So this is one I will definitely be taking a back seat to for now. Because I got other shit I'm working on. So when we start talking about how to develop all this stuff here after a bit, I think you'll understand what I mean and why I'm saying I'm going to take that one on a back seat. Um, because, well, I'll go more depth here in a few minutes. But reading people... A lot of people can do whether you have abilities or not. We can all read people, like just everyone can read people. But the general population who are not like us read people wrong a lot. And they still think they're really good at reading people. Whereas I know that many of you, I know for a fact that many of you are fucking excellent at reading people and knowing people right off the bat because you've told me stories. I've, I've seen you in real life do it. I've seen the people who you are around and you don't let people in your lives who are any way, shape, or form 
outside of what would normally be accepted to you. So I I know that some of you are very excellent. So um, again, this is just one that you really have to want to really embrace because it's a lot. Um, just reading people is is a lot as well, but this being able to just know all about a person, it kind of fucks with you in a way because it doesn't give them a chance to prove change. It doesn't give them a chance to show you that they have grown or whatever. But also, on the good side, it doesn't give them a chance to fuck you over for you falling for it, too. So it has its pros and cons, but it's one that I think I will wait on. Retrocognition or postcognition. This is the ability to see past places and events, um, things that have happened that are, you know, we obviously weren't there for. And this one's not as common as others, but it's still around a lot. Um, There are people who will like be told about an event or something that happened like in the 1800s or whatever and they'll tell them you know oh this it was in a small town and blah 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 and this happened and they will draw out what it was or what was going on and then it will match a fucking picture of that fucking time I believe it was on Ghost Adventures there's a couple and they're not just from Ghost Adventures obviously there's a couple I cannot think of their names I'll have to look them up and put in the show notes but they are fucking amazing he will draw out they will talk to him about the energy or something happening in that area or that place and he will draw out a picture of the event that happened or the people involved and then they'll show him afterwards a picture and it's fucking dead on it's spot on it's fucking crazy and I, I'm, I'm telling you, they're not only on Ghost Ventures. Like, they are accredited, actual psychic people who know their shit and have true abilities. And it is chilling to watch them do this. Like I said, it's rare. It's not really a huge thing. It's, it's not common, but it is fucking crazy. It's intense, and it gives me goosebumps every fucking time. Now, the last form of powers and abilities I want to talk about is something we're all capable of doing and a lot of people don't consider it to be a power or an ability but I fucking do because we have to be able to receive messages and understand and connect with the energy around us and that's divination yes it's an ability you have to be open and able to connect with the energy or and or the spirits around you to properly read for you know, you, if you're reading for yourself or whoever you're reading for. Tarot, oracle, runes, crystal balls, scrying, tea leaf reading, palm reading, spirit boards, pendulums, dowsing rods, literally the list goes on and on and on. That is also a form of ESP. You're using your sixth sense to be able to connect, to be able to understand, to be able to feel, to be able to put it all together to pass the information on. So now that we've went over basically all of the, you know, all of the most common or popular ones that that people have, I want to say something. They're all pretty much the same damn thing. 
I know I sound like a dick, but they really are. They're all pretty fucking close and and very, very similar. Just little different tweaks here and there, and that part is what makes abilities different. All of us, every single one of us, I guarantee all of you can connect with all of those I just said in one way, shape, or form. All of you have a story to tell about something that happened to you that relates to each one of those. If you don't, if you're telling me, no, I don't have one about that yet, you don't remember yet. Because I guarantee you do. I guarantee it's inside of you. You just haven't really put a lot of thought into it or you are overlooking it like, oh, it wasn't a big deal. Or you're being very like, oh, no, that wasn't it. It was. I'm here to tell you right now, it fucking was. You are these things. But the thing where we come in with the unique set of abilities is how strong each one is. I have some that are weak as fuck, and I have some that are so fucking strong. There are some that I want to strengthen, and there are some that I wish I could fucking weaken. I don't want to deal with it anymore. Some days I want to deal with it way less than other days. But we all have the ability to have all of these in our pocket. It just takes time and work because we already possess all of them, but it's up to us to embrace the aspects of it that we want to work on and try to sharpen. And that is where we are uniquely different because we're not all going to have the exact same level of each ability, but overall it's, it's the same thing. It is our sixth sense. That's what the whole, all of our powers and ability all can be umbrellaed under is our sixth sense. Taking time to put it all together and embrace it and work on it is where you will differ and how you will be able to be on different levels, I guess. The thing is... They're not, it's nice to have all of it. It really, really, really is. But it's also overwhelming as well. Because sometimes I just want to be normal. I want to not have any fucking feelings or any fucking thoughts about all the shit. I don't, it, they're like intrusive thoughts sometimes. Having all of this is like having intrusive thoughts. Sometimes it's funny. You're like, okay, yeah, that, that's funny. And sometimes it's like, Jesus, fuck, I cannot take any more. Like, just make it go away. And this is where people end up down a very bad road with depression and anxiety, which all of this is fucking anxiety-inducing to some people until we learn to control it. But sometimes it can be too much. So we have to be able to understand how we can make sure that we are taken care of and make sure that we are giving ourselves healthy mental breaks as well. Because overdoing it and putting our sensory on overload can make us fucking snap. And that's not good. So let's go ahead and get the little ad out of the way. And then we will start talking about how we can work on the parts we want to work on. And how we can keep it going and all the wonderful things about all of that. Ha, 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 ha. 
this motherfucking thing. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. You guys are getting so fucking annoyed with me. I really want to put more sound effects in, but I'm like, no, I want to keep my listeners and not have them, like, be gone forever because I'm fucking annoying. But, you know, tis what it is. So, I want to apologize. Um, I actually just spent about 25, 30 minutes in between sessions. I know it was only, like, a minute for you guys with my um, little ad. But it was like uh, for almost actually 40 minutes. I had to take a mental uh, break. So I know I probably sounded a little off and a little out of it in that first half. And I want to be very honest with you guys. You guys know I have spirits in my home. You guys have heard them talk. I feel like they're here now. I've, I've been hearing someone yelling uh, in the back quite a bit. I'm, I'm wondering how the denoise is going to work on this, if it'll pick any of that up or not. But I had someone, a male voice, in my fucking ear the entire time recording that first part of this episode telling me to shut up. Nobody wanted to hear it. Nobody cares. Shut up. Um, nobody cares. Nobody believes you. Everything's you're fucking stupid. Like, it just would not get out of my fucking head. And I'm almost positive it's the guy that we call Jack that lives here, the energy that's here, that um, basically is... I don't, I don't want to say it, like uh, kidnapping the little girls, like holding them hostage in a way. Um, the two little girl entities that we know are here. The little girls that were killed in the fire on the property years ago. I just feel like he was the one in my ear the entire time. Telling me these things to so that voice just sounded very familiar to what I've heard before when I, he's been active. But the entire time, it was just like, shut up, shut up. Nobody cares, nobody likes you. And it's just fucking annoying. And I just let myself get flustered, and I let it soak in. So I am back. <laughs> I am better now. That motherfucker is out of my hair, out of my head. We're going to continue on. So thank you for your patience. Thank you guys for always just putting up with me naturally. I know most podcasters would stop and re-record the episode how they see fit, make it sound better, but... This is me. I like to do it raw and real. I like to just do my, just let it go. I don't like to go back and edit and and be fake. I just want to be who I am. And I want you guys to see the real side of me because I feel like it makes me more relatable. And I feel like I wish somebody would have been there for me like that. I feel like I needed myself growing up. And I didn't have me. So I'm hoping that I can be there for somebody else. So there's that. So let's get back to powers and abilities. We're going to start talking about how we can hone in on these and basically embrace it. With all things here, like all of them, the key to honing in and really sharpening your skills is practice. Keep it an open mind and trusting your motherfucking gut. Literally every episode I have ever done leading up to this one has said trust your fucking gut over and over and over and over and over again. Your gut tells you lots of things and it does that because it's our little device, like our little security device, honestly. It's our lie detector. It's our red flag fucking alert system. It is all the things that keep us safe. And we have to learn to trust it and understand it. So there's a few steps we need to take before we start diving into just working on embracing this. And 
they're pretty important. Number one is relax. I know it's very hard. I know that it's just not say relax and we're relaxed. It takes work and we will get there. Clear your mind. This is something that's going to be very, very, very important because if you go into it with a lot of skepticism, you're not going to get anywhere because you are going to try to rationalize everything that you feel, hear, see, smell, taste, any of it. And you're not going to fully trust yourself. Secondly, banish all distractions to attain a relaxed, focused mental state of mind if you're going to start working on this when you first start. Obviously, as we get going and you're more in tune with everything, you're not going to have to banish all fucking distractions when you're trying to do something. But in the beginning, if you're trying to really embrace some of this or really hone in and sharpen it, it's a really good idea to try to banish any distractions, anything that will make your mind go other ways. This means clear your mind, get rid of any negativity, any worries you've got going on, which I know sometimes is fucking impossible, but try your best. Do whatever relaxation techniques that you do to get yourself feeling like you are in a calm, euphoric style state. Try meditating for five to ten minutes to kind of reach that level. I know we've said, you know, if you had to do alternative meditating, it's completely fine. Whatever type of meditation works best for you. Uh, some people find it helpful to add candles or like a light music in the background or incense or really anything that personally helps you. Uh, we're all different. So whatever's going to help you feel like you are um, in that state that you need to be in that makes you feel relaxed and calm and comfy and in tune and opened up and all of that. Next, you'll want to center and ground yourself Um I can tell you how I do mine, but everybody does it differently. So I want to be real clear on that. Um, I know I always talk about grounding and centering and, and all of that shit. Sorry, I got super terrible. Um, we've talked about it in a few other episodes, but honestly, we all are different how we do it. What I do to ground myself does not always work for other people. I like to go and literally walk barefoot on the ground. Uh, during the summer to kind of help ground myself anytime it's not fucking freezing cold honestly I'll go out there even if it's like 40 degrees as long as there's not snow on the ground I'll go out and fucking walk barefoot because I love the way I feel connected to mother earth and to fucking nature and the natural energy and power that I get from the earth from being barefoot and like that connection like it's literally shooting up through my feet it's an amazing feeling so, I mean, like I said, I can tell you my ways, but that also may just, like, freak somebody the fuck out being barefoot out on the ground. It's honestly different for each of us, so just do what works best for you personally, individually. Just whatever it takes to get into that very relaxed, zen-like state. Remember, we're going to keep an open, clear mind, which I know is sometimes hard. Maybe if you have little ones, ask... Um, Ask your family to maybe give you some free time for a little bit. Maybe put on a cartoon show or something. My kids were little. They would love, like, if I needed my time to just kind of zen out or something, I would tell Trav, hey, I'm going to take a few minutes. And he would watch um, Spongebob or whatever with them. I, he, I never had to ask my husband to babysit our children. He just did everything with me because, obviously, you know, you don't ask 
dads to babysit their kids, but that's a whole nother topic. Uh, I would let him know what I'm doing so that he would not, you know, he would keep them occupied enough to where they wouldn't be like, oh, hey, Molly's been out of the room for like 2.5 seconds. I must go see what she's doing. So whatever you have to do, if you have to do a day where, you know, you have the house to yourself, you have to go outside somewhere, whatever you need to do to get yourself in that zen-like state. Again, practice is very important. Don't get discouraged. This is not something you're going to try once and it's going to flip on like a light switch and be like, oh, okay, I got it. I mastered it. We're good. We're good. That's just not how it works. I wish it was, but it's not. Um, Working with intuition-blessed people and reading about intuition helps our intuition to kind of be stronger. Um, It helps us more and more. I know that doesn't really make a lot of sense, but when you are around people who have similar abilities, it's almost like your inner power decides to be like, hey, I can be myself around these people. We are alike. I can let that, you know, I can open that box and let, let these things out. And it does make a difference. I can always tell when I've been around people who have similar abilities because you just feel more connected, more in tune with your intuition, and more in touch with your senses. Reading about them also helps. Doing as much research as possible, that's honestly what got me through a lot of it and helped me out was literally reading anything I could on it because I didn't have anybody to fucking talk to. Nobody to talk to about this shit. So I honestly just did tons of research to kind of understand it. And it made everything make more fucking sense. Be more aware of your surroundings, your sights, your thoughts. um, The things that randomly pop in your head that you may just blow off as, oh, you know, that was just random. Maybe it wasn't random. Maybe it was random for a reason. Maybe that was something that you need to pay attention to. Uh, Pay extra attention to how you feel, especially if it's unexplained. If all of a sudden you get like a weird feeling in your arm or your leg or you you feel like your hair is kind of moving or something and it stops. Pay attention to that. Sometimes the universe sends us signals in ways that are not more common or not the same as everyone else like say guys we're unique all of us are unique as fuck so things that happen to me things that are senses for me may not be the same for you you may have something that is really weird that comes up and gives you a sign and for me that's like oh fuck that's like an everyday occurrence for me as it's normal for me but it's not for you which makes it special which makes it the sign which makes it a message to you individually So things that you may not experience often and have, be a little more optimistic and open-minded as to what the fuck that could be. Journal your progress. So there is going to be, I know I say this all the time, journal, 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 but I'm telling you what, guys, being able to go back and have access to these things, these notes, these markers, will make a huge fucking difference for you later on your path. Number one, you can see how much you've grown, how far you've come, the changes you made, the things that you've done differently or whatever. But when it comes to this shit and our sixth sense, this is where journaling is like fucking top-notch importance here. This is where 
it can really fucking make or break your progress. So say you have a random fucking vision pop in your head. That happens from time to time to all of this, but you write it down. You had a vision of a red car driving on a road. No big deal. No big deal at all. You're like, yeah, that's weird. Maybe I just think that kind of car is cool. You write it down. You forget about it. A week or two later, you see a red car going down the road and it fucking hits a pole or something. Then you're like, oh, wow, that's weird. But if you had the red car thing, the whole division wrote down in a journal and you look back, you're like, fuck, man, I knew that was going to happen. I fucking knew that was going to happen. I knew something was going to happen. Things we may find to be just random or ordinary, things that we hear or feel or see or whatever, write that shit down. It could be nothing or it could be something, but this is how we tell because we what we want to do when we do realize that this happens is we want to track, we want to record how we felt, what we felt, what our emotions were, what the circumstances were, whatever we can add to the details to note down with that. That way it helps us figure out, oh, okay, right before I had that vision of the red car, I got a tingly feeling on the back of my neck. Maybe that's my sign of, oh, I'll get this tingly feeling and then when I see a vision, I know I'm supposed to pay attention to that. And it's not always going to be the same thing. It could be you are at work and you feel like an itch on your leg and the number 13 pops in your head. And you're like, oh, that's weird. Maybe, you know, maybe it's one o'clock or something. You know, you're doing military time. I don't fucking know. You, you blow it off, nothing happens. And then you are later at a fucking something and you your lucky number comes up and your raffle ticket number is ends in 13 and you win like 100 bucks or something your scratch off ticket whatever track that shit you got that tingly feeling or the itchy feeling on your leg and then 13 popped in your head and then you got that number it's the same number and you fucking won i'm just making up random things right now things that have happened to me and different things just to trying to get um examples out to you so you understand what i'm talking about I tell you something you're gonna think fucking crazy, but actually these are some of mine, but in different ways. It can be small things, it can be a picture, it can be a word, it can be a feeling, it could be a smell. You could smell like walnuts, and then something happened, and that's a sign to you when you smell walnuts, something is about to happen. We don't understand our body if we don't pay attention to things. Sometimes we get so used to things that we just blow it off like, oh yeah, I always smell walnuts, it's not a big deal. And then things happen, we don't put the two together. So this is why journaling and tracking and recording the way we feel when we have random things like this happen, the way that we, what we smelled, what was in the air, you know, what we tasted, what, what we heard, whatever. All of us are different, so I can't tell you exactly what to do or how to do it, but in the beginning, take everything as a sign until you can filter out what is and what is not. Pay close attention to your intuition and your gut. This will be a literal game changer. Trust yourself. I don't know how many times I've told you guys this to trust yourselves, follow your gut, listen to your instincts. I'm telling you right now, it literally will all come 
out. You just have to trust your gut. Write it all down. Literally anything that you feel could be even slightly a sign or something to do with your sixth sense. Write it down. Write down the details, any supporting details. You may end up with an 85-page book. There are just five or six things, but as long as you're thorough to how you felt and you'll know when you start going through and shit happens, then you can start filtering things out. And then before long, you won't even have to worry about writing down all the stuff because you'll be like, oh, yep, I felt that tingling sensation and then this happened. You know what I mean? I got the sign and it happened. I heard the message or whatever. Take notes of things that pop into your mind, like phrases, words, sounds, images, random thoughts that make no sense, uh, thoughts that may make sense, some sense, and some thoughts that may even also seem like intrusive thoughts. They may also be related. They could be signs of omens coming. Um, there's just so many different things that it could be. But go back, you know, to your journal and just go back in a few months or whatever and see what correlates with things that have happened um, that you quote unquote saw versus things that you know you wrote down and, and try to put it together you're going to see that every single thing was something but you're going to see what was and you're going to start to put together what the surrounding conditions were like when that happened or what you felt or like I said smell taste sometimes people get a taste They'll taste like gum or coffee. I know one girl who literally every time she tasted coffee when she wasn't drinking coffee, she had like this fucking feeling of something was going to happen and it almost always fucking did. And sometimes she would forget that she just took a drink of coffee and then she'd be like, oh yeah. She was getting older towards the end and, you know, she's past now. But uh, I say girl, but, you know, which, uh, older lady. But, um, yeah, she she would taste coffee, and then and she wasn't really even a big coffee drinker, so it, it was just weird. But she would know something was up, something was about to happen, and sometimes it was just minor little things. But she still had that feeling because it was so strong and things like that. What happened? Something else that I like to do that really helps a lot, and this is something that I find very. Um, I found the idea silly at first because I felt like it was like, dear Lord, please give me a sign. But it's not because I'm asking myself. So asking my intuition to send me an answer about something. So I would, you know, have something going on in my life, like some sort of, I don't want to say like, um, not a dilemma, but something I had to like make an, you know, make a choice on or decision or figure out what to do. And I would sit with myself and, you know, get meditated, get centered, grounded, calm, clear-headed, and just ask my intuition to give me an answer. And sometimes my intuition has jokes, because I'm telling you what, some answers I fucking got, I'm like, oh my god. And I think that also (laughs) has to do with the energy around me kind of um, inputting in and be like, oh, hey, this bitch wants a fucking answer. Let's give her something good, you know? But most times I get a real answer. I get a feeling. It's kind of like when you um, toss a coin, you do heads or tails, and while that motherfucker is spinning in the air, you know what you want to land on. But you just want to act like you don't and got to flip the coin. So when it's flipped, you know, you can't decide, say, for instance... 
you want um, Pizza King or Pizza Hut for dinner? And you flip that coin in the air, and as soon as you flip my head, it's saying Pizza King, Pizza King, Pizza King, and it lands on Pizza Hut, and I'm like, oh. all right, yeah, Pizza Hut. That's the winner, yay. As soon as you were put in that position, your intuition kicked in and was like, no, bitch, we want Pizza King. If you're not from Indiana, you probably don't know what Pizza King is. I didn't think about that. It is the most superior pizza in, pizza in the entire fucking world. America, anyway. I'm sure Italian pizza is fucking the bomb. But Pizza King is the best fucking pizza you will ever get in the United States. I kid you not. It is the best fucking pizza. And it's only available in Indiana. And then at that point, it depends on what part of Indiana you live in. Because there's two Pizza Kings in Indiana. Yes, they're the same, but they're also different. Quick side note on Pizza King tangent here. Two brothers took over and created Pizza King. Well, I think it was like a family owned. Then two brothers took it over. And they had the company, but then they decided they want to do things a little differently. So they kind of split. They still both run on the Pizza King name and franchise. But one set of Pizza King brother-owned franchises, or ran franchises, I should say, because each one's owned by an individual. Anyway... Uh, they do things a little differently. The ingredients, the different things are different. The original Pizza King is the one where I'm at. They have the original ingredients from way back when. And they're the best ones ever. I fucking love it so much. I can literally eat Pizza King every day of the week and never get sick of it. So anyway, moving on to Pizza King. Ask your intuition to give you help. Uh, you know, like I said, sometimes we just need to push it along. But our intuition is always on. It's literally always on. It never turns off. It's constantly kind of like, you know, Siri or, Siri or Alexa. They're both listening because right now my phone just popped up and I said, Siri. She's like, hey, bitch, I'm here. It's not always on. Our son always showing you that it's on, but it's always fucking listening. So ask your intuition for help. It will be there. <laughs> this one is one that I had some trouble with but I've learned to do it and to get over myself is to make time to sit in power every day by sitting in power we have to get over our self-esteem issues this is a big one you have to tell yourself you have fucking power you are powerful you have abilities they're there they're real you're validated okay so once you get over that then you can sit in power every day. It's very similar to meditation, only we're connecting to our own power and feeling it pulsate through our bodies. We're going to feel it in our bones and our blood. We're going to feel it going all through us completely. It's like tuning into the spirit world and connecting to the energies around us and building up our... What's up? What's up? We're building up our flow or... I fuck, I don't know. <laughs> We're just feeling our power inside of us just going and it's pulsating and it's throbbing and it's getting stronger. It's us showing acknowledgement for that power in there and just letting it flow through our body and fill our entire soul. It sounds goofy. It sounds dreadful for us who have self-esteem issues, but I'm telling you, once you get over those initial fears it is something that you walk away feeling fucking badass you feel like a baddie from the fucking lead role in an action movie where the the person kicked fucking ass for good reason it is an amazing feeling and it's so very fulfilling 
really. Affirmations help immensely. We've been talking about affirmations for many, many, many episodes off and on. But write some affirmations and say them for your abilities. I trust my powers. I trust the power of my senses. My intuition is the only validation I need. Make your own whatever feels right to you, but do it. You guys, have, if you have not already been doing affirmations, I'm telling you right now, please try at least one or two a day and see the difference in your body, in your soul, in your mind, in your whole routine, in your whole life. Your confidence boosts, your self-esteem goes higher. You just feel really fucking good. Very, very good. Practicing divination. It truly helps open your senses and keeps you sharply in tune. And since divination work is technically using your sixth sense, it is uh, basically just doing practice with your with your senses. <laughs> um, it, it does help in a lot of ways because you are staying strong, you're staying on your toes, you are connecting with the energies around you, the spirits, whatever may be there. You are using your powers to build your powers. Does that make sense? It does. I promise it does. Just It, it will. I promise. Meditating regularly will very much help you because it helps keep your mind clear and focused. It helps relieve stress and anxiety and just helps you relax. If you get into a routine of meditating at least 10 minutes a day, five if you're really, really slammed for time, but try to work it in. And after you're done meditating, move to sitting in power. Do it all in one if you have to. I know that we are very time crunched. A lot of us, we've got lots going on, whether it be with work or family or whatever the case is, there's things happening that we don't always have time to stop and do these things, but some things we need to really work into our daily lives, our daily routines to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves. Meditation is self-love, self-care, and must be done. Even if it's not meditation, self-care, self-love is what I'm saying, must be done. Work on opening and keeping your chakras open. This is huge. It will boost your senses immensely and keeps you going. That third eye is the one that we really want to get to. It's always there. I mean, we all have it in us. The level of openness just depends on how far we're willing to work and go. And very similar to exactly what we're talking about here. It's it's just like Siri and Alexa and Google and all that. They're always it's there. It's always on. It's always there, but it may not always be showing. That's why we got to keep her open. Keep, keep that eye open. She likes to close, but not all the way close. She just likes to, you know, squint a lot. We need to be open. We need to be like wide-eyed, not like stoner-eyed all the time, which who cares, whatever. But <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a huge, huge, huge thing that will help a lot. Our chakras will tell us when they're not open or when they need work or when we're blocked. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, go back to season one where we talked about chakras and how to open them and all of those parts. Let your intuition guide you. Give your intuition full reign to guide you through a few decisions and situations and to see how it feels to let go of that control. It's fucking hard. Letting go of control is something I have an issue with. I just don't 
I don't like it sometimes. I don't like not having control. That It's not like I'm a controlling person, but I don't like that feeling of not knowing what's happening, what's going on, or having the ability to handle or change or adjust or react or anything. So this is an exercise that I am always standoffish when I start it. But then I always feel good when I'm done because I feel more confident because I always end up getting to the place I would have got to anyway. It's just nice. Do body scans now. This. <laughs> Instead of being uh, just. Instead of being really nonchalant about things or ignoring things or overriding our body when it does something pay attention to the way your body feels or reacts or things that happen to you when something happens take note of places in your body that hold tension and any odd feelings that you have or sensations or anything that's kind of off um we have a tendency to just auto override a lot of things that we feel and think oh there's nothing there you know oh, it's not a big deal we always do that we try to rationalize things on a lot of levels even for things that we definitely cannot rationalize this is something we can rationalize and we always choose to do it like that twitch that you get oh yeah it always does that's just a nerve issue nope that's a sign your body is saying hey 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 hello I'm trying to tell you something. Pay fucking attention. Hello, Cassie, are you listening? Cassie, are you listening? Honestly, it's it's something that I have ignored a lot, and I'm still working on not doing. Um, it's it's not easy to ignore things that we've just auto overrode for so long. But we need to start making note of these things, like. You know how with arthritis, you've heard people say, oh yeah, it's going to rain today, my knee's killing me. That is very similar to things that we feel, only (laughs) different, (laughs) which honestly, it's the same. I mean, that can just be a little bit more rationalized as to why, but also it makes sense, right? Like you have this tingling feeling and you're starting to get a twitch, it's your nerves and then a message to you that hey something something's about to go on or you need to be aware or you need to be attention or something but if we do this if we you know pay attention and start tracking and kind of keeping note of things then we can go back and be like hey yeah 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 that makes sense you start getting that fucking eye twitch and then I got that bad news like it's it's that red flag indicator you know it's that check engine light going off or that got gas light. Hey, here's your gas station. Gas level is low. But a lot of times, you know, we'll have like a, a, a twitch or a sensation that we get, you know, oh, like, you know, you just get like a burning feeling or something in your shoulder and we just blow it off as nothing, but it's our body being like, hey, you know, our intuition sending us messages in different ways to try to test out which is going to work better. So pay attention. Trust your gut. To tell you what is and what is not a sign. Spending more time in nature will help us get in touch and in tune with our senses. Getting in touch with nature is a, just a wonderful thing to do anyway. But nature naturally helps us to improve our senses and helps us unwind and decompress and just feel 
more relaxed and calmed and feel the natural energy of the magical things that Mother Earth has given us. So being out there in nature is an amazing boost for us in our intuition, our senses. Making a quote-unquote vision board. So Pinterest was the original like online vision board. I don't know vision boards were like a real huge thing. Like, you know, people actually got push boards and made big vision boards and shit. I always just thought of it as like, you know, kind of like a big Pinterest. But we need to make a quote unquote vision board. Collect the images or words related to the signs or messages that you've seen or received. So if you're creative, you can, you know, actually get pictures of things or draw them out or whatever. You know, say you got a Um, a vision of a cabin on a lake with some woods or something. And then you went and either drew that out because you are an artist and can do that, or you just printed out a picture or took out a magazine and a picture of a lake, blah, blah. And then later on, the number 24 popped in your head. So you write down on paper 24 and put it on your vision board, whatever, however you want to do it. But take all of these Put them on the board, put them on the wall or a push board or your fridge or wherever. And the vision you're supposed to see will kind of show you itself clearly when you're ready to see it. So sometimes we collect bits and pieces of information and messages and it doesn't really make sense. And it may be all tied together or they may be separate. But if you start collecting these and writing them down, it's kind of like journaling, only this time we're just doing it visually. But when your body is ready and when your soul is ready, when the universe is ready, you'll see it clearly for what it's supposed to be. You'll have that that sign, that that answer, and it'll, the whole picture will show them. Speaking of drawing, draw or doodle. Sometimes, okay, I suck at drawing. I fucking suck at drawing. It's really bad. I can barely draw a house. I shake a lot. I have an issue with my nerves where I just shake uh, not uncontrollable or anything but I shake um, it's hard for me to paint my nails sometimes because my shakiness sometimes is really bad sometimes it's calm but a lot of times it's, it's there so I really suck at drawing but I let my mind just kind of clear and just randomly draw what comes to my mind and sometimes it's just like words or numbers but it's still interesting and helpful. And sometimes I'll doodle and travel with what the fuck's that? Because he can't make out what I drew, but I know what my mind was telling me when I drew it. And there are times, I'm telling you, I don't know how this fucking works, but it's just the way our fucking minds and our body and our guts and our senses work. But I will draw something random as I, it may even just be a doodle, not even an actual fucking object of some sort. And I'll just leave it there. And then I will find it at a later time and be like, hey, Wow, that's crazy. I don't remember drawing this fucking amphitheater or something. I'm not saying it. It's like, I'm fucking, oh, I just realized how that sounded. I'm not saying it. I magically turned my journal. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm not saying my, ma- my journal magically turned into a fucking Picasso or something. <laughs> but, but I didn't see it before. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. 
Okay. I'm not saying that it magically just like turned into a fucking good drawing later. It's like scrying. Like I didn't see that now, but now that I look at it later with a different set of eyes, oh, I can see, you know, this reminds me of like, you know, an amphitheater. <laughs> It's a bad example, but you know what I meant. It's like, you know, clouds have the shape of something. So when you may come back and your random ass doodle is swirls or something, looks like something and just reminds you of something else. Oh, fuck, that was funny. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. Yeah, that was... uh. I amuse myself, sorry. A dream journal. So many of our signs come to us in dreams. Mine, I told you guys some of my stories, but I will um, tell you a couple, or, you know, refresh for people who have not been here or heard them before. So sometimes they make sense right away, and sometimes they don't, and they come later, or sometimes it's very confusing, and it'll come back in time. So I had a car a dream that I had a car accident the night before. So I had been working third shift. I just switched to working day shift at a new place, and it's um, about 30 miles away. I drive through the country, and the back roads, I can get there. And I woke up. I had a dream that I forgot my cell phone and that I had a car accident on the way there. And I told my mom, and because I just graduated high school, and I was telling my mom about it, and she was like, oh, you're fine. You know, it'll be fine. It's just a bad dream. You need to go, blah, blah. So I go to leave, and I realize I forgot my cell phone. So I go back home, get my cell phone, and I'll be damned if I did not get to that fucking curb. And everything happened like my dream. There's a white car on my side of the road. It swerved the last minute. I swerved, and I went off the fucking, I say cliff, but it was like only like seven or eight feet high. It wasn't like super high cliff. But I went off, and then my vehicle was stuck on the side of the road. I'm calling 911, and that's back in 99, so the 911 system wasn't really great. You, If you had an emergency, you would literally just call zero and talk to an operator, and they would connect you, or um, you would dial actual police phone number. The thing was, is I was in the middle of the fucking bumfuck Egypt in the country, and when you dial 911, number one, the cell service is absolute trash back then. There was like maybe two towers and like a 50 mile fucking radius. And when you dial 911 and you're in the middle of two counties, it doesn't know which one to go to. So it went to the county that I was in, which is closer to the big city, but I was closer to my little town. So I'm trying to explain to him where the fuck I'm at. I literally disoriented, don't know where, like what part of the roads I'm in. I did not pay attention when I crawled out of my car window to get out of the car that I was in a fucking field of poison ivy, poison oak, and poison sumac, which I was deathly fucking allergic to. After getting picked up, my dad getting there and everything taken care of from the car accident, I had to go to the hospital and get shots because I swole up like a fucking balloon. And it was disgusting because when I would like bend my knees or my elbows, the nastiness from inside my wounds from the poison ivy and oak and sumac would score out so like my pant legs the back were stiff as fuck my clothes were just covered in the what do you, what do you even call that like the pussy stuff that comes out of that was horrible it's fucking horrible but I had that dream the night before and it told me not to fucking go to work that day not to do it not to take this job 
I did it, and it was horrible. And I learned my lesson to listen to my dreams that night. Fast forward a couple years later, I am pregnant with Brady. I have a doctor's appointment um, that morning and the night before I had a dream that I went to labor with him. It was five days before my due date. And we, like I said, we had a doctor's appointment that morning. So I woke up and I told Travis, I'm having this baby day. Grab the car seat, grab my overnight bag, grab everything. I'm having the baby day. He's like, no, we're just going to a doctor's appointment. I'm like, no. I had a dream that I went to labor around West Point, which we're going to the same town that I, I worked in when I had the car accident to have the, um, for the baby, because that's, that's the closest place to have a hospital, or, you know, for a hospital to have a baby. So I had a dream that I went into labor. Once we hit West Point, which was the same area where I, I had the fucking car accident, just different road, but same fucking literal, just parallel to it. But I told him I was like, grab everything, you know, Labor. I didn't have a cell phone then because we didn't have towers. So like the one I had before, I was just like, I fucking don't need a cell phone. So we had our youngest, our oldest with us, Mace. He was 17 months. We packed everything up. We hit West Point. I went to fucking labor. Everything happened exactly like my dream. We couldn't get a hold of anybody to come up there because we are in a different town. And back then it was long distance to call out. So you couldn't call out long distance unless you were like behind the desk and had a code. It was a nightmare. And everybody took their time coming because Mace, I was in labor with him for 17 and a half hours. Brady, I was in labor for only three hours. So everybody took their time coming. It was just a whole thing. But I had the dream the night before. Had I not listened to my gut and taken everything with me that morning for my doctor's appointment, we would have had to have had someone drive to the house or drive to the hospital, get the key to our place, drive all the way back to Attica to get everything we needed but I learned my lesson the first time. I trusted my gut and I took everything with us that we would possibly need before I even went to labor because I knew my intuition told me I was going to have that baby that day and everything happened exactly like my dream. And it's crazy. Now, there are other times where I've had dreams and things will happen. I will think nothing of it. Like, oh, that's really fucking weird. Like, that's a weird dream. And then months later, it will happen. Or I'll have a dream where something happens and then like, you know, a few weeks or months later, something will happen similar or be the end result of the thing that happened in my dream and be correlation of somehow. Ever since then, I started writing everything down because any dreams that I have that just seem like they might be something, I will write them down in my journal just in case because normally nine times out of ten, they are a sign of something. And like I said, it's not always right away. A lot of times it is much later, but it's still the sign and we need to acknowledge it and watch out for this. Basically, pay attention to all of your senses. Sight, smell, taste, sound, and touch are the big five, but... Our sixth sense, our mind, our soul, our essence, they're all giving you signs. Sometimes we'll smell things and then something will happen or we'll taste things or feel or whatever. Here, all five of our senses work together to send our sixth sense signs, signals, omens, warnings, whatever. Some messages or signs may take a little creativity and not be so straightforward. So... Keep that in mind that not everything is going to be black and white. Some things are going to take some deciphering. Some things may, may be more metaphoric. Either way, pay attention. And sometimes you're just going to be like, oh, no, that's not a sign. 
And then a month or two later, you're like, fuck, that was a sign. I didn't listen. I should listen. But it's okay with making mistakes. <laughs> we all grow. In the beginning, as you're trying to learn the difference and differ- di- differentiate <laughs> between what is and what isn't, just assume everything is. Write it down, take note of it, and then you'll start learning how to um, weed out what is and what isn't. Practice uh, everywhere. Practice with your intuition everywhere by reading people. Like, literally, everywhere you go, read people's auras. It's easy to do. People won't know. I mean, yeah, you're going to stare and look at them, but, you know, if you do it from far away, they'll really notice. But practice with reading people's auras. This is a really good way to get in tune with your intuition and your gut and to really practice and sharpen those skills and your your intuitional skills in general. Track your senses. Um, get to know how your body will react to different things. When good news happens or good things happen, kind of pay attention to how your body feels or what, what signs your body's giving you. Same with bad news or excitement or fear or anxiety, etc. Pay attention to how your body reacts because sometimes we're so caught up in the emotion that we're not paying attention that our body's given us signs before it even happens. So tracking these is another reason why journaling is super important and super helpful because you are able to kind of learn what's going to happen based off of those feelings before they even happen. Practice, 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 practice all you can, anywhere you can, any way you can. It's not always easy. Read as much as possible. Just do anything you can to learn more about your intuition, your powers, your abilities. Keep it on your mind all the time. Make sure that you are constantly waking up Siri and making sure she's listening. By Siri, I mean your intuition. Give your intuition a name like Siri, like who, whatever. I like to call my Luna. Luna is listening. Luna is there. Luna sometimes has jokes, but it's okay. But just be nice to yourself. Do not get frustrated. Do not get discouraged. Just have patience. Keep your mind open. Stay focused. If you have someone that you can truly trust in your life, turn to them and have them help you practice. Start with readings, with divination, in many, many forms, oracle, tarot, pendulum, literally so many different things. Palm, whatever works best for you. Find someone, if you have someone close, and work with them that way. Have them think about things and try to, you know, it's not really like you want to read their mind, but in a way, yes. Have them try to think of a specific thing and you kind of, you know, get it. Sometimes they're going to try and trick you and not intentionally. They will sit there and say like, all right, I'm going to think of a fork. I'm going to think of a fork. I'm going to think of a fork. But in, in their heads, they're actually thinking about something they saw in the news that day. And you'll say it and they're like, no, I was thinking about a fork. But they're actually they're telling themselves for it, but they're actually thinking subconsciously about something else. And sometimes that is what we pick up. So keep that in mind. Like I said, don't get discouraged. There's so many different ways that you can practice and really just work on keeping your senses sharp and listening to your gut. Practice self-care, self-love, because it's so very fucking helpful. I cannot stress enough how importante that is. excuse me fuck alright I think that is all I have for now I am fucking drained something 
It's taking all my fucking energy. I am like just zonked out here. You guys hear bells? Okay, that's weird. All right. Well, that's all I've got for today. Um, I hope everyone has a wonderful day, week, month, year. Whenever you're listening to this, I don't know what next week's topic is yet because my brain is not thinking about that. It's thinking about the bell that I keep hearing. That's so weird. All right. Well, I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing, like I said, day, week, week, month, year, whatever you're listening to this. And bless me. I love you. Bye.